This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live on a Friday. This is how we do it, your day-to-day play-by-play back in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU vans everywhere. Friday, August 13th. Wherever and however you're connected, wonderful to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the guy who always has his bags carried by rookie broadcasters, Jerem Jordan. If we had bags, maybe we'd do that. Uh, but who knows? Uh, but Kyrus Tonga with the Bears was carrying the helmet and you know pads, I guess just the pads of a, a teammate, and the Bears tweeted out rookie duty, to which Kyrus Tonga quoted that and said, it's a privilege. So uh, when you're a rookie, yeah, you gotta, uh, you got to pay your dues. Of note, as well, the uh, Panthers practiced with the Colts the other day. Yes. So, fun photo from Isaiah Kafusi's wife, Brianna, of Brady Christensen and Micah Simon of the Carolina Panthers with Indianapolis Colts linebacker Isaiah Kafusi. So, fun to see the uh, boys hanging out together. Sure. Those teams, the Colts and Panthers, will square off as part of the NFL preseason weekend. I like those combined team practices. I think that's a fun thing the NFL does. I love when they fight in those. <laughs> that's what I really like. Notably, DeAndre Hopkins a few years back with the Houston Texans. Oh, there was another one that where one of the guys talked trash and then got hurt the next play, and it was like, <laughs> oh, you kind of had that coming. <laughs> I also want to acknowledge the start of the English Premier League today, which is very exciting. Uh, Chelsea plays Crystal Palace tomorrow. The, the Super Cup champs from the other day, and, uh, of course, the uh, Champions League uh, champs as well. Listen, Crystal Palace really took it to Ted Lasso and his team back in the day, <laughs> so watch out for Crystal Palace. Ted Lasso, man. (laughs) It is our privilege, uh, along the lines of what Kairos Tonga was talking about, to present a loaded Friday show lineup. BYU head football coach Kalani Satake will join us live to recap one of the biggest days in BYU football history. And I don't say that lightly. It has nothing to do with the score of a game either. What's the greatest impact of BYU football's deal with Built Bar, and what will it have on the trajectory of the program? Plus... A rare hurricane watch posted for Provo, Utah in 2026. And former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson on the best and worst parts of a quarterback battle in fall camp. Bring on today's BYUSN headlines. BYU football ceases the day announcing a partnership yesterday with Built Bar to pay tuition for the 36 walk-ons. The reaction nationally was incredible. We will break down more of the details of the deal and the impact in the future for BYU football coming up in what's trending. Yeah, that shockwave from BYU football, not limited to the Built Bar initiative. The Cougars announce a home and road series with Miami. Yes, that Miami. BYU will travel to South Florida in 2026 with a return game scheduled for Provo in Lavelle Edwards Stadium in 2028. The Kings and Coug- or the Canes and Cougs rather have met twice before, splitting those two contests including arguably the greatest win in BYU football history when the Cougars dethroned number 1 Miami in 1990, launching Ty Detmer's Heisman Trophy campaign. Our friend Boney Fuller tweeted out yesterday, Jerem, two is coming, hashtag beat the U. Yeah, when I think of the U, I think of Miami. Not that in-state game. Uh, Cougars in the NFL in the Washington versus New England preseason game. Harvey Long had 10 tackles. 
Cobb, I know he had three for the Patriots. Dax Milne, two catches for 16 yards and a 19-yard punt return for Washington. boy, Dax, making an impact on limited touches. More Cougars in the NFL now. This weekend, two dozen more former BYU standouts get to work in NFL preseason action. Notably among those 24, Zach Wilson, Tristan Hodge, and the New York Jets face the New York football giants. Fred Warner, Kai Nakua, and Corbin Kafusi of the San Francisco 49ers go up against Daniel Sorensen and Zane Anderson of the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus, the aforementioned Brady Christensen and Micah Simon of the Carolina Panthers take on Isaiah Kafusi of the Colts. Don't forget Taysom Hill and the New Orleans Saints scoring off with Tyson Williams and the Baltimore Ravens. Women's soccer at West Coast Conference preseason pulls out. National champion Santa Clara picked to win the league. No shock there. BYU second. Kayla Coulihan, Cameron Tucker made the preseason team. Women of Provo host Weber State tomorrow night in an exhibition. 9 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Yoli Childs back in action in the NBA Summer League tonight with the Los Angeles Lakers against the Clippers. It is Battle L.A. Yoli scored nine points, had five rebounds in his last game. Mediocre movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, former BYU soccer player Ashley Hatch and the Washington Spirit take on the Houston Dash in the NWSL at tonight. Ashley has six goals in 12 matches, second most in the league. Show me your spirit fingers, Jerem. No. <laughs> BYU track and field and cross country announced the signing class of 2021. And based on what the program is doing, not surprising, it is full of high-level talent. The women's signees boast 31 individual state championships amidst their class. Also signed two men's first-team high school All-Americans. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. What's Trending is presented by Tim Daly Nissan, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group serving Utah since 1968, making a national splash. In fact, we've called it a national shockwave, and I don't think that's overstating it. Generated by BYU football yesterday. Hey, positive publicity, anyone? The Cougars and Built Bar got a ton of it. Jerem, what was the best reaction from yesterday's BYU name, image, and likeness deal with Built Bar, in your opinion? It was Talmadge Gunther uh, getting emotional about having school paid for. I know that. I was told that Talmadge Gunther is a great dude who is married and has a kid and might even have another one on the way, question mark. So for someone like that, that means a lot, right? But in terms of the national reaction, let's just walk through some of this. I, this was great. Um, Kirk Herbstreit, this is incredible. Watch this video, quoting him. By the way, the video that BYU Football posted, 1.6 million views on Twitter. And growing. Okay, David Pollock of ESPN. Just watch and enjoy. So awesome. Todd McShay, ESPN sideline reporter. As a former walk-on, this means everything. Darren Ravel, business reporter. Wow, this is a really meaningful deal. Holly Rowe, former True Blue host, ESPN, ABC, sideline reporter. Amazing investment. So cool. Front office sports. Covers the business angle of sports. One of the best NIL deals you'll see. Utah-based Bill Bar will pay the tuition of all 36 walk-ons with BYU football. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN. Tuition covered for all 36 walk-ons from agreement with Bill Bar. Fun scene in Provo. Ross Dellinger. Today, two companies built... And Walk-On's restaurant have announced deals providing NLI Walk-On's for Walk-On players, something that so many thought would ruin college sports, is already bringing positive change. Charles Snowden, who plays in the NFL, this is one of the coolest things I've seen, and so on and so forth. Literally, you could read all day the positive reactions. Yes, there have been some who have asked questions about this. BYU's out in front of this, but here's my favorite quote of the day. Gary Verone, Associate Athletic Director with BYU, who's been charged with Built for Life, 
He's a big, uh, you know, advocate and spokesman relative to NIL for BYU. Said the following uh, in the article, Verone said BYU did not consult with NCA officials to make sure it wasn't stepping over any loosely defined lines. An NCA spokesman did not respond to questions about the deal. They did check before to make sure generally they were good, but they didn't go, "Hey, are we good to do this?" They they felt they were good to do it, and then they did it. Which I love because sometimes I feel like BYU waits too long to do things. They got out in front. Can you They're imagine the first to do this? Can you imagine the repercussions of the NCAA coming back and saying, "No, you can't do this." After everything that happened yesterday, well, and maybe that wouldn't be public. You know, Verone said, "This is new terrain for everybody. The NCAA has been withdrawn in terms of guidance. I'm hoping they stay out of this place completely." That is a strong, strong statement. I dare say this is one of the biggest days in terms of reaction and dialogue and narrative and conversation with BYU ever because it's in the social media era and it's in the offseason and BYU's out in front of it. I think this was a banner day for BYU football. I think the way that it was handled in terms of the presentation, the angles, the recording, the video, the post, the release, I think it was fantastic. And it's been 99% positive, which is really hard to come by. Sure. And the 1% negative is, from what I can tell, centered on the fact that because every state is a little bit different in their laws and how things can be distributed, the fact that BYU is in Utah, and as Varun said, we feel blessed because we don't have a state law on the books that would prevent this from happening. Yeah. There are some other states and other programs that are saying, well, hey— we, we want to do this too, but our state law won't let us do this. So NCAA, you need to intervene here and you need to regulate this thing because every state is a little bit different. NCAA can't regulate law. It was to BYU's credit and, yes, advantage to look at this, clear it with the state law, and make this happen. Well, identify that there is none. Yes. They didn't have to talk to anybody about it's that. It's absolutely One doesn't to exist. their credit. yeah. I love it that BYU saw space and occupied said space. I love that. Within this deal, Built Bar will also have the logo on BYU helmets, and they'll have some practice, signage. Practice helmets. Right, some signage in the stadiums and things like that. So yeah. it's, it's a long-standing relationship between Built Bar and BYU. This isn't the, just like a one-off thing. Well, the, the, the walk-ons thing is a one-year thing. They did a multi-year deal with BYU Athletics. Correct. Which is different. When you're doing it with the players, that is separate than BYU Athletics. Right now, those are being managed as well as possible, and that's new terrain. Um, by the way, some clarification in the ESPN scholar, um, article as well. Scholarship players are getting $1,000. Up to 1000 For repping the company. Yes, and they have to do some things. Like yeah. they ha- they have you can't to just things. hand money. It has to, yeah, they have to be to, earned. Yeah, so it's not pay for play. It's pay for you gave us something, quid right. pro quo. Something. That's why they say, hey, we want you to be employee number one and employee number right. two and employee right. one through 36. Like they're going yes. to do things for Built Bar. So walk-ons will actually get more than the scholarship players. From Bill. Well, they that's need pretty, more. That's pretty good. In terms of yeah. supporting their ability to pay for schooling. Yeah. 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 That's so great. Like, again, you said like 99, probably more than 99% of the reaction has been positive. So is it like sanitizer? It's 99.9, but you sure. can't guarantee yeah, it's, it's, a, that... it's a hand sanitizer deal because there's always <laughs> going to be somebody that feels like there's a germ in there that uh, yeah. is going to get out of control. Which, you don't, you don't want everything to be 100% positive. It, like, it's okay to ask questions and wonder and whatever. That's fine. But I, I love, and there's Talmud Gunther, I love that BYU's out in front of this. And, and props to Built for um, doing this. Like, Built could not have paid for what they got yesterday. Literally everybody in college athletics. They know. 
knows about built. And how many tweets and social media posts did you see from just random people saying, I love it. I I'm, just bought a box. I'm buying a box. I'm buying a box. I just bought a I box. I think Jason Shepard was trying to get in on the deal yesterday <laughs> on Twitter. That's what it felt like. But, yeah, this was awesome. Like, what, what an incredible experience for these guys. Well, and then uh, some Utah fans saying, I'm not going to buy any more built Bars. <laughs> All right, be a tour. Long live the rivalry. Oh, my goodness. All right, our question of the day. What will the biggest impact of BYU's name, image, and likeness deal with Built Bar be? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Brandon Stewart, 34 answers on Twitter. NIL has frequently been discussed as a potential distraction for players. Through this deal with Built Bar, BYU has flipped the script and used name, image, and likeness to enable players, especially yep. walk-ons, to focus more on football and school. Hashtag BYUS. It's awesome. It's not just the starting quarterback that's cashing in here, right? It's all the walk-ons who, who work super hard to be a part of the squad. And One are, through 123. Absolutely. I love it. Continue to weigh in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, the U's coming to town will be as good as 1990. And BYU football head coach Kalani Satake joins us live. What has his emotional spectrum been like over the last 24 hours? We'll find out next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I wish all of them were on scholarship. That's how I really feel. And I have this... uh, this love for walk-ons because they, they sacrifice the most. They're willing to pay for it in so many different ways and, and definitely out of the pocket. So they're always going to have a special part of my heart when it comes to this football program. And I'm glad that they, you know, that they can be elevated and have opportunities. But I don't. Um, we're limited in the number of scholarships, but they can participate and, and feel ownership on this team as well. How about that rewind and flashback to a few months back? Kalani Satake talking about his love and respect for the walk-on specifically. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Joining us now live is the man who has now delivered on that initiative to take care of his walk-ons, BYU head football coach Kalani Satake. Coach, great to have you on the program. Congratulations on a groundbreaking deal. What have your emotions been like over the last 24 hours as all of this has unfolded? Just been so happy for for uh, these young men, and uh, you know, I, I think the emotions for the whole team, for the coaches, uh, th- I've just been it's been unbelievable, and it's been really good for our team. I, I just had a really cool conversation with a walk on uh, late last night who expressed his gratitude, but more than anything, the thing that he loved the most was the reaction of the scholarship players, uh, just wanting just wanting this for the for them, and so. Uh, you know, I think it's the right thing to do, and, and I'm glad that uh, they get they get some some relief, and, and hopefully uh, they can keep getting more. So I, I just think that the life of a walk on. I don't think a lot of people talk about it enough, but uh, it's it's hard, you know, and and, and uh, they're not given an opportunity to work because they're here working with the football team, and so if there's an opportunity to take care of them, I, I hope, uh, and I'm glad that 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 built. Um, was able to do that and that Nick Greer and Deb that 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 they were willing to help out and, and they saw the vision and the 
the connection and the, the way that they can help relieve a lot of stress and uh, with these young men. I love Kalani, everything about this. I love that BYU was out in front of it, which was incredible. Gary Verone did an article on ESPN.com saying, I hope the NCAA doesn't meddle with this because it's, it's all legal, it's all good. Utah doesn't have a uh, law against this, which is incredible. So what was the process like to get to this point where you thought when Bill came to you and Nick and, Nick and Deb, as you mentioned, hey, we want to do this, that yes, we can lead out in this because it made a massive splash yesterday nationally. I think just talking about it as a staff and, and really our wish is this is where we, okay, how can we uh, utilize NIL to help our team and, and help um, everybody, not just the, 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 the star players, you know, but uh, I think name, image, and likeness, it's hard to just single out one person. We're, we're a team. Um, and so who's, who's the one that needs it the most on the team and it's the walk-ons and, uh, I, I knew going into it that the, the scholarship guys would be so excited about it. Um, and we knew that that was a reaction we were going to get and how, I mean, they get something from it too, the scholarship guys, but they don't really care about that. I, I've had a bunch of the players just saying, hey, let's just keep taking care of the, the walk-ons. And you can imagine as, as a head coach how, how that makes you feel about the type of young men that I get to be around, the type of young men that I get to coach. And, and I think – BYU fans and Cougar Nation should be really proud of the, the, how these guys interact with each other and how much they care about not just others in the community and, and Cougar Nation, but how much they really honestly love and care for each other. It's just a really cool thing to see in person, and uh, I'm just I'm just really really happy for for uh, how this can help. Like I said, the walk-ons and their and their families. Coach, without question, you knew this would be a groundbreaking situation for your players and the walk-ons and how you know, how much they give to the program. But did you anticipate this national wave of publicity like it has unfolded thus far? Um, well, we knew that this was innovative and creative. And, and I, I, I'm, first of all, I got to give uh, tons of credit to uh, Gary Verone and Billy Nixon and John Swift and others in the administration that have really put a lot of work into this. And then, just Nick Greer is amazing that, that he saw the value in this and, and that he was willing to help. Um, that's, that's something that, that I think is unique. And, and it just happens that built is kind of what we've been using. Anyways, we have built, not born as, as some of our things that we talk about promoting a growth mindset. We've talked about our program built for life. And then now here, here comes along built with built bar and, and, and um, the built brand. So, I think it all makes a lot of sense. It, it just, it's uh, definitely not coincidence, but I, I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing that just came into, into play and, and how everything worked out. I'm just glad that uh, we can take care of these young men. Um, yeah, I just get, get, get emotional thinking about it, but uh, I, I think there's, I'd like, like to see more because I, I just, if you did a list of all the walk-ons that came here, you'd be surprised at how, how, how much of an impact they've made in, in this program, not just since I've been here, but from Bronco to Croton to Lavelle. Absolutely. Uh, and some of the best players in BYU history have been walk-ons. Chad Lewis and Dennis Pitta come to mind, right? Those guys were incredible later. And it pains me to admit that Dennis was great. I'm just kidding. Kalani, it, it's hard not to get emotional when you look at a guy like Talmadge Gunther right there, who is, is married and is a kid and I was told maybe even has another kid on the way. That's really meaningful and, and humanizing for these guys who, like you said, 
bust their butt literally in practice day in, day out, and, and have had to pay their own way, and now, now it's a little bit easier or a lot easier. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's, that's the story, and that, that, that uh, you know, that, that this isn't about the star player, and, and guys that are out in the NFL are really excited. I got tons of text messages from guys that are out there playing in the NFL, getting ready for the preseason games. They're just like, coach, this is awesome. And this is exactly what we needed. And um, you just, you just, I'm just honored to, to be a small part of it and to see this happen and to see how much uh, relief it brings people. But uh, this is something that, that I think a lot of people, when they watch it, the reason why it's gaining so much traction is because um, now we're not talking about just the star players. We're talking about what actually makes up the team. And that's for us, it's everyone involved. We, we, we're, we're 123 strong, and 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 you know we we talk about being a team. We talk about loving each other, and and that's amazing when you can only have 11 on the field at one time. Everybody has a role here, whether it's a scout player or whatever they think. Um, they, they think that it's a minimal role, but it has a huge impact in in our success as a program. And I think there's a there's a strong sense of pride in in everyone and their role in this program. And, and I know that there is for me as a head coach, but I, from our coaches, I think that's just a huge sense of gratitude. And, and, and the way you do it is by taking care of everybody as much as you can. BYU head football coach Kalani Satake with us on BYU Sports Nation. We're discussing the name, image, and likeness deal for BYU football with the Built Brands. And I just want to know how long this thing took to get in place, Kalani. When did the conversations begin, and how long did it take for it to really become a thing of reality? Well, we were hoping when, when NIL happened, we were trying to find ways to. This is something that was really important to to me and and to others in our our support staff, and this is something that we were hoping to get done soon. And it took some time, but once Nick um, was presented with the opportunity. You know, it's something that he just jumped on. It wasn't. It didn't take much time, other than when once he realized he wanted to do it, it went pretty quickly from there. And I'm really thankful that our administration, Tom Homo, and his staff um, made us made this happen. And and so I, I, I'm so thankful. This is this is this is a, a cool moment for all of us, and can't wait to get the practice now. I, th- I think. Uh, you know, the practice yesterday was good. We, we don't want it to be great because we want to make mistakes and get better. But uh, the energy and the excitement is something that, that, that uh, I think we can keep, keep going on and, and keep building on. Clunny, you mentioned you want to do more for the guys. Are there more deals in the works in the future relative to NIL and BYU football? Well, I hope so. I, I mean, the... the you're seeing the what we're trying to get done, and I think a lot of people can rally around that. Uh, obviously, Built um, is, is a company that wanted to, to jump in with it, and I hope others are willing to do that and help help the little guys and, and the ones that are struggling. That this is hard; they can't get a job. Their their job is football, and so a lot of them in the off season spend a good bulk of their time saving up, and a lot of them go into debt. Um, and you know, this is something that I think uh, when when NCAA made these rules and regulations that you can only have eighty five uh, players taken care of on scholarship, that made things a little rough. But I think sometimes you can take advantage of a young man wanting to be here and be at the school, and uh, we want to make sure that they don't feel taken taken advantage of. We want to make sure that we 
know that they're, they feel valued and that they know that what they do in this program, their sacrifice matters. And I just, I don't think it has really happened in the pocketbook. Coach, we're a little over a week into BYU football training camp in preparation for a very exciting 2021 campaign that opens against Arizona in just a little over three weeks. How close are the offensive and defensive playbooks to being completely installed and ready to roll in preparation for Arizona? Really close. So we're, we're I mean, uh, we're, we're going to scrimmage tomorrow, have some live work. We had some live work um, yesterday, and so it was really cool. I, I like that our guys were able to get out there and, and tackle and hit. Um, some guys that, that have been out of it for a while, return missionaries and others that have have uh, overcoming, you know, had to overcome injury, had to test them a little bit, and that was really cool to see yesterday. And then so tomorrow, today we'll have a good practice and get ready for opportunity to have more live work tomorrow. And then that's where we can start to see uh, some separation in, in, in position battles and things like that. But this, the install has been not – it hasn't just been fall camp. We've been doing install for, for a while in our PRPs and things like that. It's just a matter of having the coaches be involved now is during camp, and, and I, I think we're really close to it. Coach, again, our congratulations to you and the entire staff. Uh, we know so many people worked so hard on this and, and made really a miraculous thing happen. So uh, props to you. Can't wait to hang out with you again, and we look forward to what this is going to mean for BYU football moving forward. Man, love you, boys. Appreciate it. You Go Cougs. Save, save us a cookies and cream built bar, okay? <laughs> Now, coconut's my favorite. That's the one. <laughs> Rocky Road, too. Nice. So, yeah. Duly noted. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kalani. BYU head football coach Kalani Sataki on BYU Sports Nation. That's awesome. They got a lot of flavors. Let's go. Okay, coming up, Riley Nelson on the new NIL deal and the quarterback situation. Plus, I can't believe I'm about to ask this, but is the legendary Lavelle Edwards being underrated? This is BYU Sports Nation. Well, as a passer, yeah, he's got to bring his elbow up. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. Tomorrow night, watch the 15th-ranked BYU women's soccer team in action for the first time this year on TV and the app, 9 Eastern, in exhibition against Weaver State. They've already played a blue and white scrimmage. They've already played an alumni match. First game against somebody else. The Cougars picked to finish second in the conference, not surprisingly, behind the defending national champion Santa Clara Broncos. That'll be fun when they play this year. Let's see. The game is in Provo this year The because last year... They played in both locations? They played a non-conference game. Is the home game here? I'm trying to remember. I think Like I, the, the league game? I think the league game might be at Santa Clara. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is, it is at Santa Clara, but it's confusing because they did play twice last year, home, yes, and, home yes. and road. Well, next year. <laughs> On BYU. He is Jerem Jordan. I'm Spencer Linton, and this is BYU Sports Nation. Let's whip it. The Cougar Whip Around presented by Visible Supply Chain Management, tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. Bill Connolly of ESPN uh, listed the top 100 coaches of the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. Lavelle Edwards, 10th. Bronco Mendenhall, 99th. Is Lavelle Edwards underrated here? If you're in the top 10 of the greatest coaches of all time, it's probably sufficient. And I'm not going to say, oh, he's under, I, he should be number eight. No, I, I agree. He's he's top 10. He's no, top 10 all time. No, that, that's, that's, that suffices. Lavelle was unbelievable. He's a legend. For all the reasons we know. We don't even have to chronicle it. He's unbelievable. We still miss him. One of the most influential and prolific offensive coaches in history, said Bill Connolly. 
Edwards was also one of its best. BYU hadn't spent even a week ranked before he led the Cougars to the most unlikely of national titles, three top ten finishes, and a shares of 19 conference titles. Crazy. That's pretty wild. It's crazy. All right, Jerem, which NFL Cougar not named Zach Wilson are you most looking forward to seeing debut this weekend in the preseason? Uh, most of the time this goes to a skill position player because you can quantify that, right, a little easier. Uh, Matt Bushman with the Raiders. Sure. Um, hopefully, you know, fits into the top kind of five guys there and makes 53. I already saw him last night. I was most looking forward to watching Dax Milne get his first reps. Caught a couple of passes, 16 yards, got a first down, and had a nice punt return for 19 yards. Really so, nice. So well done, Dax Milne. Yep. Uh, if there's somebody else that I'd like to see, we're talking debuts. Let's see what Kyrus Tongan does in uh, his first team nose tackle position. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's hard to be like, I want to watch uh, Brady Christensen block some guys. But it's just harder to quantify, right, if you don't actually watch the game. Sure, yeah. sure. Matt Bushman is uh, is a fun answer yeah. as well. Yeah, he has a couple catches. What's the chance one of the two BYU versus Miami games matches the 1990 game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with 0.0% chance, exactly Jerem. Right. Because Miami's more than likely not going to be ranked number one in the country and coming off of a national championship. Look at our graphics team throwing some some, some shade here. UA versus the real U, I agree. Well, listen, the U symbol for a cartographer or map maker signifies a hurricane. I, what is this, 1743? It what makes you, sense. Or 1400s? They're the real U because a U signifies an actual hurricane on a map. Interesting. Okay. But the U, I always thought was just in reference to university. If you're outside of That's the Beehive State and you say the U. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. 49 well, of the 50 states are saying, well, oh, Miami. Let's not act like if people see a Y, they think Yale sometimes. You know what I mean? But, yeah. All good, man. Stretch Y, it's a little different. The block Y, it's Yale. Yeah, if you wear BYU like in New York City, you're probably, oh, Yale. You know, I, it's all good. Sure. But yeah, you know, BYU's brand a little bit, uh, a little bit stronger. I, I would love for it to be a ranked matchup. Well, hey, I mean, I, Wait, would, I, 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 I kind of hate that this game was a na- <laughs> It just had to be enough. On the day of the NIL thing, because this would have been awesome to talk about longer, uh, because it's a fun yes. game. Twenty six there, have, twenty-eight here. I know you have a strong opinion about how the twenty twenty-six schedule I is want shaping up. More power fives <laughs> because five of the eight games in twenty twenty-six already against power five teams. Four of those are on the road, Jerem. Tom, are we getting into another <laughs> league or not? <laughs> Indian twenty-eight, Jerem, in a show of yeah. envy for Laramie, Wyoming. Huh? The University of Utah put a sign outside the visitor <laughs> locker room which reads, Welcome to 5,000 feet. If you were to put a sign outside the BYU visitor locker room, what would it say? Well, first off, Utah's rounding up by like 200-ish. Yep, it's 4,700-something. Okay. Yeah, and, and someone actually went, I just saw this on Twitter, someone went and looked up the actual elevations of the <laughs> stadiums themselves, and they claim... That uh, Utah State's four six six five, BYU's four six four three, and the University of Utah's one foot lower. But that's probably a BYU <laughs> fan. Um, if there was like a phrase or something, let, let's play into the BYU thing. Remember who you are. <laughs> Nourish and strengthen your body. Good luck, brothers. Leave it better than you found it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Something. So yeah. Return with honor. <laughs> uh, the thing that. I'm going off of what Keaton Slovis said. Like, Provo's weird. Provo's weird. And it's weird. in quotes. Yes. And it Pro- says Keaton Slovis. Provo is weird. Okay. <laughs> that, that's the sign for me. You walk in the desk like a Provo is weird.
They're so they're weirdly nice to us when we when we arrive and leave. Win or lose. Uh, okay, big game boomer has Kalani Sitake as the 14th most entertaining coach to watch it on the sideline. Uh, watch on the sideline. Is he underrated on this list? Uh, 14th. I mean, if you base, you know, what you've seen from Kalani Sitake like in the 2016 season, then he'd probably be number one when he lost his mind against Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was awesome. That was that he got some moves, dude. One. He's that. I'd put him in the top ten. Like yeah. he's. I I'd put him. I'd put him above Mike Leach. Yes. Matt Campbell is just clapping with this like triangular hat, like from <laughs> Iowa State. Ed Ed Orgeron is just go Tigers. You can't even hear him. James Franklin. They have the same agent. Dana funny, Holgerson is number one. Does he just get really mad or something? Well, and his hair kind of like wisps in the air. <laughs> <when> he gets <laughs> really mad. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's khakis. Yeah, whatever. Okay, coming up, today's Rise and Shadow. <laughs> Plus, former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson on the best part of a quarterback battle in camp. And maybe some of the worst things. This is BYU Sports Nation. Remember when Riley's hair was super long? Now it's- look at him. Going on a mish. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. UATV is sending two Cougar fans to the season opener against Arizona and Las Vegas. One grand prize winner will get a trip to two, including flight, transportation, and lodging, plus, of course, tickets to the game. Five second-place winners will receive a BYU football fan pack and a Roku. Follow BYUtv Sports on social media for details. Winners will be selected, and random entry does not guarantee a prize. The winners will be announced here on BYU Sports Nation August 20th. That's one week from today. Today's word is McMahon. McMahon. Good luck spelling that. M-C-M-A-H-O-N. I can't believe that tomorrow we're three weeks away, which means doing the math, Jerem, we are how many days away? Countdown to the Wildcats. 22 days. Yes, you enunciated the T's. 22 days. Shout out to the men's chorus. (laughs) We welcome you back to the show. Joining us now on uh, Zoom is former BYU quarterback and uh, one of, until last year, until last year in Zach Wilson, he was the last guy to lead BYU to a 10-win season. That That's is, right. That has now changed because right. Zach Wilson did it. Riley He's the Nelson, last guy to lead BYU to a 10-win season that beat a uh, Power 5 team in the presence. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't no have that chat yesterday. <laughs> Not even Zach Wilson <laughs> let's, did let's that. Let's qualify it so that we can keep this right. thing going with Ryan. And, and uh, 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 you got a, a new baby. You're, you're a new girl, You got Dad. a new baby. Congratulations, because all babies are new. Yeah, thank you so much, fellas. Margot Jane Nelson, our third, our first girl. We just could not be more thrilled to have her. She's... Uh, uh, she survived her first few days at home despite, uh, you know, balls constantly th- flying through the airs and maybe a little bit of cute aggression from her two older brothers. But uh, we could be more happy to have her join the family. Isn't that an interesting element when you bring in a little baby and you got boys in the house? I Because I, I get it. I, my two oldest are boys. We had the girl, and it was just like damage control for the first three months. Just just. Nice, soft. Touch softly. It's going to be okay. Put, putting her putting her in a bubble doesn't seem like a – I always scoffed at that idea. Now it's starting to sound like a better one as each day passes. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. Uh, of course, we've been talking about just the shockwave that BYU football sent out yesterday when Bill Barr announced they were going to pay the tuition for all 36 walk-on players and then give a little bit of an additional bonus to the scholarship players. Uh, Riley, what was your initial reaction when you saw the emotion 
uh, at the announcement of that deal with Built Bar? I mean, it was always a bittersweet moment when I was playing there when, because this is, this is nothing new, right? We've been seeing videos, but well, sorry, I should say awarding walk-on players scholarship or scholarship type money is nothing new. We've all seen those, you know, the coach calls them out. Maybe he's got his parents there. And we did those every year when I was there during fall camp, there was maybe one or two walk-ons that would get awarded a full scholarship. And I say those were bittersweet because um, yeah, no, no doubt that the guy that got it, it was harder than, but there was, you know, five or six guys that probably earned it, you know, earned that right too to be put on full scholar, or at least to get some kind of financial aid, just the limitations imposed by the NCA didn't make that possible. So it was sweet to see that guy get rewarded for his hard work, but it was bitter because you knew there was other guys that were equally as deserving that, uh, unfortunately, uh, because of the the regulations were not eligible to be, to be, to have their hard work validated. So to see BYU uh, not to see them lead out in architecting and putting something like this together, to me, it's just like as happy as we were for those one or two guys now times that by what was the number of walk-ons 36, 36, 36. So times that by 36. And now there's no more bitter component because each one of your brothers, each one of your teammates is getting getting taken care of uh, maybe not to a full ride but man tuition as we all know is that's the biggest brunt of the cost of going to school so it's truly life-changing and then program changing for BYU to lead out and being one of the first to architect a deal like this and not to mention all the good press that they got from it from a recruiting standpoint doesn't hurt either. We, we were talking about this, and we've been talking even during the break about the impact of the announcement. I, I dare say, and I don't feel like it's an overstatement to say this, because it's social media in 2021. To me, the reaction to something that BYU did today, that it, it might have been the biggest thing since, since Jimmer Fredette. I mean, you could argue Zach Wilson in the draft or something, but this was one of the biggest days in the last decade in BYU sports. What do you, what do you think uh, of that statement? Do you feel like that's accurate? I do feel like that's accurate. Everyone was talking about this on social media. I, I'm mostly on Twitter, so that's mostly where I get my move. But I even, my wife said it even came up on her Instagram popular feed. So like this thing went as viral as viral could be. And as much as like, you know, Zach Wilson was getting some praise and he was climbing up the draft board and, you know, the Coastal Carolina game and things like that. It wasn't being talked about as broadly. This And by the way, this is not just the sports world. There are other news outlets that are catching on to this story and, and taking it wide. I'll say this, though. I, it caught me by surprise because I didn't have the vision, but I do know Nick Greer, who's the founder CEO of Built Bar and all the Built Bar family. And Nick is, by the way, as great as a businessman as he is, he's, a, he's an even better person. So, uh, for BYU to align with companies and brands and people like him, uh, you just you just can't go wrong that way. But I'll say this: he's a, he's so much smarter of a man than I that I don't think he had any doubt that the kind of exp- I mean, maybe the magnitude um, surprised him. But whatever money he's putting forth and sponsoring and paying for these tuition, he's getting back ten, fifteen, twenty fold in the positive exposure for BYU and for his brand his brand or and company built bar so kudos to them well not to mention they're now the official energy bar of nascar so yeah things are going well for nick greer in his company <laughs> okay riley what kind of an impact do you think that an announcement like yesterday will have on the program in terms of recruiting and trying to make the the level of play on the field better 
One of the things that I felt when I was there and that I think BYU has been the struggle in independence, and this even goes back Mountain West, even WAC days, I always thought felt like our ones could compete with most anybody else's ones. I mean, if you've got a 2019 LSU, maybe not, but like you take outside of those kind of elite generational talent teams, you take any any country or any uh, team in the country and BYU's ones, our best could compete with their best is what I'm trying to say. Uh, where we fell short a lot of times was depth. Let's say you get midway through the season. Unfortunately, you've got two or three starters out. Those second guys coming in, it's, it can be a significant drop off. And maybe you look at a unit like an offensive line and you got three really good players, but just two okay players. An announcement like this to me impacts the forget the notoriety will fade the you know all the buzz all the social media the virality all that will fade but what i think will be lasting will be the effect that this has on making sure that all 126 of those dudes in that locker room all 126 players i think it has the chance to raise that caliber to increase the depth of what is already a deepening talent pool at byu and as anybody in college that's played football at any level knows the more depth you have the better off the, or the higher likelihood your team has of having success over the course of a long, grueling, injury-prone season. And it'll be awesome to, you know, um, hopefully in the future they can get more deals similar to this because this is a one-year deal of, hey, listen, I know we don't have a scholarship for you here, but preferred walk-on, we can actually give you money equal to the tuition. You know, that, that, that's a big deal in recruiting as well. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Kalani Sataki a couple days ago said there hasn't been any separation quite yet. They're installing the offense. They're finishing that up. At what point do you hope there's separation so that we know who the guy is so that that guy can have the maximum amount of reps going into Arizona? I've not been able to uh, go down and see practice in person yet. I hope to in the next week or so. But here's without being there, here's what I can uh, surmise. It and I don't know if they're splitting reps equally. Maybe you guys can shed that light on that. But I know being in quarterback competitions with, where there was two of us, there simply weren't enough reps to go around. You can't, you can't increase the workload on the entire rest of the team. Well, you can to a degree, but you can't do it significantly enough to get the volume of reps for a guy to create true separation. In other words, you can't ask the one defense – to double their amount of reps or their practice workload, just so the the competing quarterbacks can get you, you can get a similar look and a similar evaluation. So going through those dynamics in a two man quarterback composition, now when they're we're talking about you know three in some way, maybe they're not splitting at thirds, but even if they are you know involved in that third guy to some significant degree, I'll just be honest, there aren't enough reps um, for to go around to have a guy truly separate themselves. The margin of error is just too slim. And so there's going to be a lot of pressure on coach Satake, coach Roderick to, they're going to have to use their gut. I mean, they'll collect a bunch of data and they'll do their best with those limited reps to make an objective evaluation. But in this, they're going to have to lean a lot on their gut on a lot of what, a lot on what they think the potential upside of each player could be and make their decision uh, that way and hope they're right. And if they're not right, then they also have to spend time putting in a, you know, a good contingency plan. So if their initial choice for, for whatever reason, you know, isn't performing to the level needed, they can move on and, uh, and it not hurt the team or hurt the, the chances for success over the course of the season. Former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson on BYU Sports Nation. Riley, perhaps you just outlined the most detrimental part of having a quarterback competition in fall camp. 
What's the best or most advantageous part of having a three-man quarterback competition in training camp? You know, there's uh, we often see this in professional sports. Like, and let's talk about the NFL because they have the wild card, right? You see that wild those wild card teams sometimes come in and there was a streak there a few years ago where they were coming in and there was a wild card team in the Super Bowl every year. And everyone would talk about the dynamics. Well, they've been playing playoff football since week 13, right? Because they've been fighting for their lives uh, even to just get in the playoff as opposed to other teams where, you know, they kind of coast and it's playoff time and they can get caught off guard. They're just not in that playoff mentality. One of the biggest advantages is whoever of the three emerges, they've been in quote unquote playoff football or competition style football really since spring. And so when, you know, the real game, when that game kicks off on the fourth in Las Vegas against Arizona, that's going to feel that game is going to feel far more like practice um, because the, the intensity and the focus is so much closer to a game-like scenario when you have a quarterback competition going on as opposed to a guy that feels pretty comfortable doesn't really have a threat knows he's going to be the starter going into the season he can he maybe rests on his laurels and he he has a little bit of a rude awakening in that first game whoever is the guy taking that first snap against Arizona it should feel like another day of fall camp because they've been competing hard every day not only for the month of August but since the spring as well. Jamal Williams is with the Lions now. They put out an 11-minute mic'd-up video on YouTube that was just it was yeah. amazing. When you first met Jamal, he comes in as a, a 17-year-old freshman to BYU. What was he like, and has he changed at all? So he was – you had to spend a lot of time with Jamal to see this side of him. Um, what, what was he like as a freshman? He was extremely quiet. Like, I know you'd never believe it, <laughs> seeing that mic'd-up video <laughs> on him. Uh, he still had all the same weird interests, except like it's uh, he's into anime now. Back then, he was because he was so young and a teenager, he was more like coming off the Nickelodeon cartoons. <laughs> nice. I was like, man, man, this guy talks about like SpongeBob and uh, what was the other one? Uh, not Jimmy Neutron. Anyway, he was always watching Nickelodeon and these Nickelodeon. Co- so the the off the wall interests have not changed, but he was just a lot more quiet and respectful. And I think as he's I mean, and that happens with everybody, right? He was raised right. His mama taught him that in order to get respect, you, you, respect is earned. It's not given, you know, kind of speak when spoken to. A lot of those traditional values was what he was brought up on. So that was him as a freshman. As a football player, let me tell you one thing. I mean, toting the rock was always something. You knew that from day one. Like Jamal had a strength to him. He had an ability to set up blocks and you make quick decisions in the run game and in the open field he was always dangerous how he has continued to carve out a career for him in the league and you see that see that in that mic'd up video his head coach telling him he's a warrior and how much he loves him I never would have thought that that you know a little bit skinny a little bit light light in the trousers you know Jamal Williams that I played with as a freshman would become one of the premier pass protectors Jamal Williams his carries may diminish, but his career in the NFL will continue to be prolonged because that dude has taken it upon himself to be one of the best at his crafts in protecting the quarterback. And if you know anything about NFL football, for good or for bad, it revolves all around the quarterback and him cementing his position as being an absolute you know, beast of a pass protector means that he's going to have a long and prop- prosperous career. But you need to be, not that Jamal ever shied away from physicality. He was always physical. It's just that 
I, he, he came in and he was a sprinter and he was 195 pounds. I didn't think that he would grow to be, you know, the 225, 230 beast who's taken on blitzing, you know, blitzing 240 linebackers and stoning them, right? Like absolutely stopping them in the hole. Uh, I'm just so proud of him and, and, uh, and good for him for putting out content because that gave me, I, I've watched it two or three times. So that's given me at least a half hour of solid entertainment. Riley, great to talk with you. Uh, always fantastic insight. We'll do it again soon. Three weeks away, man. Let's go. Thanks, gentlemen. Can't wait. 22 days, baby. You got it. Riley Nelson, former BYU quarterback, BYU radio analyst, along with Greg Rebell on BYU Sports Nation. Love it. SpongeBob is great. Coming up, the elite voice of the day. And a good day for a rise and shout out. I think you know where we're going with this. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. BYU Sports Station always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Download the podcast by Googling BYU Sports Nation podcast. Subscribe, rate it, and review. Our question of the day, what will the biggest impact of BYU's name image likeness deal with Built Bar be? Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort comes from at BYU Arnold's on Twitter. He says, immediately the exposure has been magnificent. This will help recruiting and the rest of the nation is playing catch-up. This will be ESPN's new Zach Wilson was a Ute and Zach Wilson drove 10 hours story we'll hear about every week this season. Let's go. Can't wait. Today's rise and shout-outs presented by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of the BYU Cougars. Yeah, uh, you know, built and BYU and the walk-on, just an incredible story. BYU track and field signs 41 state champs, two national champs to its signing class. Not too bad either. It's been an amazing last 24 hours for BYU. Yeah, it's been awesome. Our thanks to today's guests, BYU football head coach Kalani Satake and former quarterback Riley Nelson. Sorry to former walk-on Dennis Pitta, who wasn't paid to be a walk-on. He got paid later. He did get paid later. A lot. Yeah. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout-out to Jason Cooper. We'll see you tomorrow night for BYU Women's Soccer at 9 Eastern against Weber State. Go Cougs!